This episode is brought to you by Voodoo Ranger. It's beer. It's hoppy, trend-setting, innovative, served with a little sarcasm, just like Paperhouse Network. Paperhouse Network is hoppy? Uh, yeah? It's like beer for your ears. Get yourself a Voodoo Ranger! This is former Pittsburgh Steeler and Cleveland Browns Scott Paxson, and you are listening to the Rust Belt Rivals. gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of the rust belt rivals brought to you by paperhouse network i am cleveland browns fan simon siegel joined as always by pittsburgh steelers fan nick angelo stat boy charlie is in the house tonight folks and before we get started on the divisional round uh if you haven't heard legalized sports betting is in New York City once again, and I am thrilled to announce our partnership with Caesar Sportsbook. And it is going to be a very exciting uh, thing that we have going for you here, listeners. And I just need you to wait, 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 wait. I thought you said Caesar's Sportsbook. No, 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 no. It's it's actually Caesar Sportsbook. And so if you write uh, the code word rivals on a scrap sheet of paper or the back of your hand, and if you go to the Port Authority bus terminal between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., you will get a bonus deposit. Um, It's a minimum of $100, um, small bills preferred. Um, And listen, in this day and age, I know you want to make an appointment in advance. You just want to send a text message to 814-8800. Sorry, I think there's either cocktail sauce or ketchup here. Um, Nick, can you tell tell everyone about prop drops uh, while I try to figure out this cue? Prop prop drops? Uh, Yeah, so yeah, figure out Cesar's number so we can uh, get a hold of him, our bookie. Um, (coughs) We're going to be doing some prop drops for you folks. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at, at the Rust Belt Rivals. We are going to be delivering prop drops. That is our favorite prop bets that we see throughout the playoffs. Every Sunday and Saturday at noon, noon o'clock, we are going to drop some props. Uh, Simon, we hit on a couple of them last week. I just want to say the one big one that I hit was the Cincinnati Bengals winning plus Lamar or Jamar Chase getting over 99 and a half yards receiving. I hit that for big time money. So drinks were on me that night. And, you know, we could do little guys too. We're going to do Dalton Schultz over six and a half catches, or I'm sorry, it was four and a half catches, which I hit on that. But see you later, Cowboys. But you have an idea that you want to do shallow drops and deep drops. Explain the difference between those. So we're going to do shallow drops and we're going to do deep drops. So some of our prop drops, these are going to be a little couple, you know, three-leg parlays. But then we're going to give you some deep drops. And we're talking a minimum of seven-leg in-game parlays. Seven-leg in-game parlays. Um, Those will be hitting Twitter at noon this Saturday and Sunday. And we'll continue this on till next season as long as we still have money to gamble with. As long as we Um, still have money to gamble. We will be be putting out the the bets that we are putting money down on this week. Um, So stay tuned for that because honestly, I, 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 this is going to, I've always wondered what the cause of my, marriage crumbling would be it's definitely legalized sports gambling in new york city right like that's that's gotta be what it is it is uh i'm gonna tell you what i don't want to like i'm on fire 
I'm on fire right now and I'm kind of I'm taking it easy. I don't want to just keep throwing away money, but I'm up some money. The other night I hit a parlay. I went to bed and I woke up up $900 because I hit because the Rams, Lakers and Penguins all won a game. So follow us on Twitter if you want to get some of that that action at the Rust Belt Rivals on Twitter. Prop drops on noon I Saturday say, and Sunday. I- and I got to say, you know what? The One of my happiest parlays this weekend was the Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, Travis Kelsey oh, baby. parlay, especially when Travis Kelsey caught that touchdown. So, Nick, how was your weekend? It's over. I Look, guys, I, I this was – I said it before and I said it – I'll say it again. This was a bad – we were a bad team. It was a bad season. But when the Steelers have a bad season, we still make the playoffs. It was nice to have the send out for Ben at Monday night at home. It was nice to knock out the Browns. It was nice to knock out the Ravens. Swept them both in the in the season. We made it to the playoffs. That was fun. That last game, week 18, the first ever week 18 in NFL history, is going to go down as one of my all-time favorite sports memories. It was a great season for that aspect of it. But I'm glad it's over. We didn't we were a bad team. It's time to start thinking about the future. Now we have clarity with Ben. Now it's time to start moving on to the next chapter. I'm more relaxed now than I ever have been. Stat boy Charlie's still still gonna have to uh, uh grin and bear it for another week at least. Uh but we'll get in that to a uh, in, in a minute. Char- uh Simon, you gotta be feeling a little bit better too. You got uh, some positive news coming out of Cleveland today, right? I mean, well, there's always a little bit of negative news coming out of Cleveland, but Baker Baker had successful surgery today, so shout out to him and and a speedy recovery. And listen, I Baker put on – people are saying like, oh, why do you still believe in Baker? It's because Baker put on an elite top 10 quarterback performance from the second half of last season up until he got injured in week two of this year. You go back to the tape and you look at that Kansas City game week one, he looked great. Our play calling failed us then, and it failed us some other time, so we'll, we'll address that too. But I feel good. I feel good about this wide receiver class, and we'll talk a lot about that. But the Browns have so many options at wide receiver, which is where I think they're going to invest. But you know what? This isn't about the Steelers. It's not about the Browns. It's more about the Bucks. So, Stat Boy Charlie, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll kick things off. Let's, let's take our trip around the league, guide us through, and you can give us your insight into your matchup this weekend. But uh, where are we Get starting there. in our Voodoo Ranger trip around the league, Stat Boy Charlie? We're going to visit Mr. Vrabel down in Tennessee. Uh, we got the Joe Burrow-led Bengals in Tennessee against the Titans uh, Saturday at 4.30. I like the Bengals. I... I... I've liked the Bengals all year. They've been inconsistent, but I knew it. I haven't liked Tennessee all year. Uh, look, Derrick Henry's coming back, so it's a whole new, different beast. But just because he's coming back doesn't mean he's going to be 100%. Okay, this isn't a video game where he gets hurt and then comes back and he's the full 100%. He broke his foot. He hasn't probably hasn't been working out. He might not be 100% even just durability-wise. Stamina wise, I like Cincinnati on the road here, especially now that everyone's saying that oh they got away with a, a cheat because of, of a, an, uh, 
a whistle blew and everybody stopped playing. Like, no, it didn't. Okay. Well, I mean, the whistle blew, but Simon, you were bringing up the point. It was like a second before whatever. Now they are the underdogs and everyone's saying, hey, you're going to lose, you're going to lose, you're going to lose. And what happened all season long? When I said that they were going to lose, they ended up winning and winning big. I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals on the road to kind of surprise everyone. I think Tennessee, the, I think the, the idea of Derrick Henry coming back may be a facade because he had a broken foot. You don't just come back 100% after a couple months with that. Simon, I'm very interested to see how you have it because you've been high on Tennessee. And, and so I, I've been up and down on Tennessee, and I, I've done a lot of soul searching on this one. And I'm going to go with the Titans on here. And, and the reason why is I don't think that Derrick Henry matters at all in this game. I think if Derrick Henry is in there and he plays, great. That's icing on the cake. But what was broken with the Titans was their offensive line. And when their offensive line got healthy, even though Derrick Henry wasn't out there, what they did was they still won. They locked up the one seed in the AFC. And I think a lot of people are discounting that. And I, the, the play against the bang, uh, with the, the play with the Bengals with the, the whistle on that touchdown. And I, I, I don't think that's what matters. I think it's just, that the Bengals beat a Raiders team that was emotionally drained from that week before, and they were never going to win that game. I think that the Titans haven't been getting enough credit. I think that Mike Vrabel has put together a really solid team, and I think they're built for the playoffs. And I think that I think that Larry Ogan Joby going down for the Bengals, former Browns player, is going to be devastating on that defensive line regardless of who's running the ball because of how powerful the Titans are at offensive line. So I think it's going to be close, but I'm going to give this one to Tennessee. It should be a good game regardless. Uh, Cincinnati really was in the only other good game last week, so they'll probably be in two back-to-back decent close games. But where are we headed to next, Charlie? Next, we're going up north. We got, I think this is the most mismatched in terms of seeding matchups. We got the... Uh, wild card 49ers going into Wisconsin to play uh, the Green Bay Packers. I, this game terrifies me, but I think it's going to be the Packers and I don't think it's going to be close in the end. I think this is going to be the boring game this weekend and sorry to my 49ers friends out there. I, I just think that Aaron Rodgers is on a fucking mission. And I think that this, all of this noise out there is only doing more to fuel him. And I, I think that I think the Packers are going to come out firing. I'm more worried about how the Packers do in the NFC championship game than I am about how they do Saturday night Packers by 10 plus. I knew, I knew the 49ers were going to beat the Cowboys. That's that was my lock of the week. I love them. Plus three. I love the money line. I love them straight up. I like the 40. I like the 49ers. I think they're playing good ball. However, I think the Packers are just too good, especially at home. Here's how I see this game going, though. Don't be surprised if it's way closer than you think. 49ers might be winning at halftime. Everyone's looking around. Oh, my God, it's going to happen. And then the Packers are just going to pour it on and end up winning probably by two touchdowns at the end of the game. But I bet it's a little bit closer than the actual final score will indicate. But I do like the Packers to win this one. Also, is that – 
not the cheapest line in all of sports commentary, which is this one's going to be closer than you think. <laughs> like, that just, like that's such a cheap, like I, I'm not, I'm not, in. I, Hook this, in. Is, this isn't me criticizing you. I think this is just a cheap thing that we do all the fucking time. But <laughs> anyways, where, where to next step? It's going to be closer than you think. You don't know how I think. How do you know what, how what I think is going to be close? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Where are we going to next? We're going to Sunday. <laughs> We're going to Sunday, the early game. We got uh, we got the Rams going to visit a pirate ship down south in Florida against the Tom Brady Buccaneers. Well, that pirate ship might be sinking because it's got too many uh, too many holes in it. Charlie, I want to hear your take because I first off, I want to know, I want to ask you, what is the injury update in Tampa? Because it's a big, big, big concern. And I'm not going to make a pick on this game until I kind of get a little bit of insider insight from you. How do you feel about this game? What's the injury update? Tell me what you're thinking. Injury updates. Uh, as of 12-15 today, Tristan Wirfs in a boot. Uh, Ryan Jensen, TBD. We got Levante David, who is expected to play. Brashard Perriman did not participate in practice today. Tristan Wirf's backup, Josh Wells, has a pretty good quad problem, whatever that means. Uh, as, as, as in, it's like, wait, it's a pretty, pretty good problem is not. Oxymorons are the last thing you yeah. want to see on an injury report. We have, it's, it's like we when have, test results come back negative or positive. You're like, wait, is it positive as in I have it or is it positive in the mood I should be in right now? I'm positive you have it. Okay, great. <laughs> we have Mike Edwards with a shoulder and elbow injury. We've Edwards got, or Evans? Uh, we've got, uh, that's Mike Edwards, safety. Right. Um, we've got Rojo, who still can't make any cuts because of an injured ankle. Um, we have Sean Murphy bunting with a, a hamstring injury. In maybe somewhat promising news, Lenny posted today that he's expecting to play on Sunday. So... Maybe we get playoff money back. Maybe there's a little bit of that magic that comes back this this week. Um, injuries are injuries. That was that was always a thing this year, and they don't really have a lot of depth outside of their their very top heavy team. Well, and we'll see. I, I mean, and with the, the amount of injuries that you have. It might be, you know, ill-advised for Bruce Arians trying to give players concussions <laughs> by smacking up, <laughs> smacking them upside the back of the head. Yeah, that was the biggest hit I've seen all weekend. <laughs> Fifty thousand dollar fine, biggest, hit, biggest. That was the biggest hit I saw all weekend. Keep your helmet on, Jeesh. Charlie, do you, in all on bias aside, I, I know you'll be rooting for the Bucks. You might be taking the Bucks, but put your bias aside. You got to be pretty nervous, right? Sure. I was, I went 13 points in our uh, uh, confidence pool last week on the Bucks against the Eagles. I had no question that that was going to happen. Um, we lost to the Rams earlier this year, which you got boat raced by the Rams. Yes. Earlier this year. Not, it, it, it was the opposite of close. Um, uh, it's going to be closer than you think. <laughs> I think it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> this is, you know, for all of what people said last year in terms of, you know, Tom Brady coming to Tampa and, you know, they only won because of Tom Brady, which I don't actually, be I don't know if I actually 
subscribe by that line of thinking, this is going to have to be a Tom Brady signature Buccaneers win if if this happens, though. I think the Rams beat the Bucks pretty handily, actually, for the for the injuries. Your injuries on the offensive line is going to be brutal, and your in, injuries in the secondary is going to cost you. Your secondary has been beat up all year. Just when you think they're going to get healthy, they're back being injured. But that offensive line, if they can't protect Brady, you're in trouble. And here's the thing about the Rams. They have not impressed me for two months until last week, to last on Monday night. And those two big free agents, that's right, folks, I'm going to say it. Vaughn Miller is going to have a field day if that offensive line is not healthy. And everybody's favorite, OBJ, is looking pretty good. Everyone's favorite? everybody's boy he's the best guy in the world ain't he i guess i guess in fairness to obj i have to apologize because he just obviously had to get out of an awful franchise losing situation so whatever i guess whatever whatever so here's here's actually what i think you need to apologize for and and i think this is the the most interesting thing and and one of my favorite things to call you out on is nick angelo's infamous take that OBJ is a locker room cancer. And if you take a moment to look at any of Brown's players' Twitter, guess what? Everybody is rooting for OBJ. He is well, not... Something's wrong with him. Something ain't right with him. I, I mean, look, I'm not going to sit Listen, here and take his approach, said, his but... approach. His approach might might not always be the right way in terms of how he does things. But I do think I do think that you overblow his impact as a cancer. I think he's a very positive thing. And the reason that I am taking the Rams this weekend is because of the positive vibes that I feel out of that Rams locker room right now. I think that they are having fun playing football. I think playoff Matt Stafford, which is something that we should all feel blessed to finally witness, is going to be a very fun thing. And I'm very excited to see Rams-Packers as the NFC Championship game because I think that's going to be the game of the year. I don't think Kyler Murray's happy sorry, about Matt Stafford. <laughs> yeah, well, well Kyler, Kyler I, Murray. Think, I think Kyler Murray's not happy about Cliff Kingsbury. I, I think Kyler Murray might not be happy with the coach he's been saddled with at this point in time. Yeah, the 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 Arizona Cardinals and the especially Kyler Murray. Look, I was I was always had my questions about him. Finally, I was like, he's the real deal. And then now I'm like, is it him? Is it the coaching? I don't know. That defense needs help. The the Cardinals are in disarray. I was way wrong on them when they were seven and zero. Um, as for this game, I mean, the only thing that they did get right was they unleashed James Conner from the hell that was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cause yeah. look at him flourishing in Arizona, right? Like that's, that's what it is, right? It's a, it's a terrible franchise that holds back a player, right? Not a terrible franchise. We have a bad season. We still make the playoffs. By the way, I'm going to say this right now because you know, it was going to come up. Joe Thomas can eat my dick. This guy wants got the balls to come out and talk shit about the Steelers losing in the playoffs. This guy has never even sniffed the playoffs. Never Salty. even sniffed the playoffs. Salty. This guy has Salty. never even been in a playoff game, Salty. and he's got the nerve to come out and Salty. start talking shit about 
participation Alt trophies? T. Bro, this guy is a Alt loser. T. He's from a losing franchise. He's a loser, a fucking loser on the field. And he lost 100 pounds, so you know he's a loser in the weight room. He's a fucking loser. Okay? You wish you could That's be that much is. of a loser. He's, he's, the, he's the best player in Browns franchise history. And he's a fucking loser just like their franchise is. Fuck John, Joe Thomas. He can eat my dick. Anyways, where are we going to next, Charlie? <laughs> so, so I absolutely love it because the fact that ex-Browns players are now getting into the Steelers, that's how you know Steelers fans are now panicking now that Ben Roethlisberger is done. No, You're just like, oh, God, we have to live with this shit now. It's we actually a- have to get called out. We won the playoffs with a bad team. This dude has never, never, never. You know how many playoff games he's been in? Zero. Zero. He has never been in the postseason. And this guy's going to come out of nowhere. Meanwhile, he's, he's completely adapted to this new Fox News type of NFL coverage where he just says wild shit to get under people's skin, and it's bullshit. It's wrestling 101. It's all work. He's just saying stuff. This guy's going to call out the Steelers. Are you jealous? Are you jealous that he's stealing your shtick? Stealing my shtick. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're just making up terrible claims that everybody hates? Like, I'm sorry, Nick. You can't be the only one who does this. You have to make room for people who are better looking than you than have terrible takes. Joe Thomas is not better looking than me. That guy should put some more. <laughs> this on. might be your most terrible have take. Have you seen <laughs> that, that dude needs to get wow. a wig. This, that bald head, he looks like a, he looks like a, a, a limp needs- dick. He looks like a limp dick. Get a, get, wear a hat, bro. You're not very good looking. Maybe add some more weight on because your cheekbones are sunken into your face and you look yeah. sick. Coming so, from a guy who has hair that is perfect for podcasts. Thank you. I will take that's that a, as that's a, a He's got a, a radio voice and a, a face made for radio as well. That's right, folks. <laughs> I am the prettiest looking guy that you won't see. So <laughs> all I'm trying to say is, fuck Joe Thomas. Where are we going to next? <laughs> Message heard loud and clear. Uh, next, we're going to uh, – we're getting some barbecue in Kansas City. We got the Bills going against the Chiefs. Oh, folks. I'm so mad at Bill Belichick. Yeah. Because I don't, I do not think, and I'm going to preface it with this. I do not think that Bill Belichick and Mac Jones beat the Bills on Saturday night, even if they were aggressive and even if they let it rip, but they didn't. And it would have been a lot, it would have been much closer it it went as close as we thought it was if they had done it. And I thought that Bill Belichick kind of wimped out and he didn't trust it. And I'm taking the chiefs here because I just don't buy Josh Allen still. And I think that they're going to disappoint. I believe in the chiefs. And I think the chiefs are still the best team in the AFC at this point in time. So I'm going with the chiefs here. And I think the bills are going to disappoint and they're going to, they're going to flop in KC. Yeah, I, I agree with the result. Uh, the Chiefs are just good. I mean, I watched that game. The Steelers didn't stand a chance going into it, and they made it abundantly clear that the Chiefs are just on a whole nother level. As for that Buffalo Patriots, the, the thing that, that gets me about New England, though, is like their defense was supposed to be really good, and they didn't stop the Bills. And I didn't, I'm not saying didn't stop them, 
as in just a way to describe the game. I'm literally speaking. They did not stop. They didn't punt once. You know, they punted as many times in that game as Joe Thomas has played in a playoff game. Zero. It's incredible. I thought the Patriots' defense was supposed to be good. So you got to give credit to the Buffalo Bills. They put it to them. Maybe the, may, do I think the Bills can beat the Chiefs? Yes. They definitely have a better shot at beating the Chiefs than the Steelers did but I don't think it's happening. I think the Chiefs are just too good. I think the Chiefs win the whole thing. I think the Chiefs win the whole thing. I think the way this is shaping up is we're going to get that Monday night shootout from two years ago as a rematch in the Super Bowl, Chiefs-Rams, but I am getting ahead of myself for this game. I think it's the Chiefs all the way, and I kind of agree with you. It might be – this this game might be – we might be in bed by the time uh, Chris Collinsworth is done calling this one. Has he got this game? It's Sunday night, right? Is that on NBC or yeah, right? Is that how they're doing it this year? No, this is a uh, I don't know CBS game. Who gives a shit? I don't uh, know. I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be in a back alley with Caesar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, cut, I'm cashing in those tickets with Caesar in the back of the Port Authority. So uh, yeah, if you guys need Caesar's number, make sure you are following us on Twitter. That's once again, we are gonna give you our prop drops at noon on Saturday and Sunday from the Caesars Sportsbook. We're going to be doing some shallow bets, some deep bets. We're going to try to make you some money and have some fun. Uh, and as for the offseason, folks, we got a lot to talk about. I'm already doing mock drafts for the Steelers. I'm looking at the the, the potential of uh, free agencies and uh, who, who we're going to re-sign, who we're going to try to get, who are we going to let go. I know Simon's doing the same thing. So we got a whole big free agency offseason that we will take care of after Nick, the playoffs, Nick, what's that? Who's that? Who's that center you want to take? Tyler Lindenbaum from Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Where where do the Ravens pick versus the Steelers? They uh, they pick before us because we beat them this year. Hmm. Yeah, you think the Ravens yeah. are going to take them? I'm seeing. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put that one now as a little prop drop. <laughs> a little prop drop. That's not a bad idea. If any, if I've ever learned anything in my life, it's that whoever I want. The Ravens will get. So that's a, I'll put a hundred on that one. That's a prop job. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Uh, make sure you're checking out all the awesome shows here on Paper House Network, including Marcus and Eric learn things from smarter people. Their last guest was Chris Kirkpatrick. That's right. Chris Kirkpatrick of NSYNC just dropped by the studio and taught Marcus and Eric some things about life on the road and being on stage. Also, big shout out to our very own Matt Pavich, his album, Wednesdays at Bellevue debuted at number one on the comedy charts on iTunes. So congratulations. It's a fantastic listen. I told you about it last week. Make sure you get it. If you haven't shout out to our sponsors, Voodoo Ranger and Silk City Hot Sauce. Go to SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use code rivals and you get 15% off your entire order. Fellas. It's fun. Charlie, we might be getting a table for three next week in the, uh, I don't care about the postseason. Let's just relax and have fun. Uh, booth. Uh, eyes, eyes will be on spring training at that point if it happens. <laughs> oh, Max Scherzer in the Mets already, uh, already crossing your brain. Let's go. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna root for the Bucks. I think just uh, you know why not? Let's keep this going a little bit. I, oh, the Le'Veon Bell's on that squad, so f him. Anyways, Simon, what do you got before we get out of here? 
I don't know. I I'm, I'm looking at parlays right now. The Cavs are playing well. I'm I'm I'm, I'm all in the NBA. So I'll, I'll see you guys later. Go, go Bucks! Sure. Let's go Bucks! Let's go Bucks! The Milwaukee Bucks. They're up. They're up twenty. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. It's the Rust Belt Rivals. We'll see you next week.